o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. You've got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Do not Uh-oh. adjust your calendars or anything. Don't be yes. confused. I, I tease this before the break. We have a special edition this week. It is not Thursday. It is Tuesday. And Mike Schaefer is here from 24-7 Sports. Because he can't do Thursday. Good morning, Schaefer. Good morning, gentlemen. Where are you going to be uh, the rest of this week? Uh, can you a, tell us at all? A, yeah, no, I can. A no, friend of mine. Personal questions right off the bat. Just, yeah, that's what I do. You come in here, that's what happens here. <laughs> he knows uh, the truth. A, a friend of mine is buying a vehicle that is in Augusta, Georgia. Oh, and, Masters, um, let's go. He asked if I had the ability, since it's kind of the lighter time of year for me, work-wise, um, if, if I had the ability to, to tag along. So I'm actually flying out with him. To Augusta tomorrow, and then we're driving the car back. That is. Are you flying to Augusta or to Atlanta? We're flying to Atlanta and then okay. to Augusta. So there's a layover in Atlanta. And, I've, yeah. So how close know. is Augusta to Atlanta? It's like an hour, an hour away. Uh, I think it's a little more than. Oh, this will be fun. Um, what kind of car are we talking about? Is that uh, personal? It's a BMW of some sort. Are, are there plans uh, to go to like go outside? We're Augusta gonna hit National? Nashville. We're going to, I don't know, He's he's got like this thing, road, I have no, I'm just the guy riding along in the car to provide observational humor for 16 hours of of the drive time, so. Is there a plan to at least go by the golf course and the guests on oh, the way? Oh, sure, but, okay. yeah, I mean. Can you, can, can you confirm? You know the guy, he's a huge golfer. I'm so. going to add, I, mean, I, have a, I have a favor for you, not. I just want to okay. see. What? Is, do, do no. We, yeah, yeah. I have a favor. Every for Every time somebody goes somewhere, you got to ask them for a beer. No, I'm not. I don't want a souvenir. I, I they can bring you some Yingling. Let me yeah, know if there's still the beaten down nasty IHOP across the street from the golf course. Because <laughs> as of like eight years ago, I, I could not believe my eyes that this chopped up parking lot and a nasty IHOP was there. You uh, across Magnolia Lane across. There's the street. a really famous story about that IHOP. There's there's actually so multiple it is still famous there. stories about. Does that it involve IHOP. Tiger? Um. No, that's a Denny's. Yes. Um, that IHOP is grotesque. I'm, I'm fairly certain that Bubba Watson, after the first time he won the Masters, celebrated by eating at that IHOP. That sounds good. It's a um, disgusting looking there place. Was sounds a, good. That sounds good. There was a sports writer in New Jersey that leading up to the um, leading up to the Masters one year when he was covering it, decided that he had never had IHOP before, so he was going to eat every meal of his trip at IHOP. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> or not, not is it IHOP or Waffle House? Well, the what I think it's IHOP. I, I thought it was Waffle House. I might be. There could be a Waffle, Waffle House and an IHOP could, in that yeah, re- in that area. That is that is really Waffle House territory. But right. I'm sure they also accept IHOP. What a, what a, what exactly is Waffle House territory? The South, generally the South. Okay. Yep. It is definitely that. Yeah. There's is there one in KC though too? There's one in St. Joe's. Okay. Oh, is there okay. is there a Waffle yeah. House in St. Joe? Schaefer, good job. Good knowledge. <laughs> this is why I'm brought on the show. He brings. He brings. There's a the Waffle goods. House in St. Joe. Yeah. Well, they make the trek. That's down the northernmost one that I can think of. 
Yeah. There's one in Bonner Springs, Kansas. Those are the two that are, are closest to Nebraska. Shapers and Waffle House watch over here. We did a thing. So when, when Nebraska played games in 2009, I was, I was at the DN uh, for football. And every road trip except Colorado, we went out of our way to find a Waffle House nice. to eat at. Nice. So I think I was at both that St. Joe's one and then the uh, – the Bonner Springs. I had no idea there was one. Yeah, I had no idea there was one in St. Joe. Better go make the trek and see your Drury Inn. You a Waffle House guy? I've only done it once, yeah. but it was good. It's good. It's enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, I don't, don't want to build it up. Get like, the it's not like you don't have to go out of your way to have it, but if you happen to be by one. Yeah, that's what me and, food. me and Parker happened to be by one, and I can't even t- – I think it was the last – when's the – yeah, it was the last time they made a bowl. Uh, 2016 in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Makes it sense. wasn't Parker then. So why were me and Parker? Was it BC? No, it, might, it wasn't BC. It might have been. We Bass. invited you to do a nice dinner on that trip, and you chose not to join. That's not. Does true. that surprise That's you? Does that surprise you? Oh, it's it's 100 percent true. Yeah, but, but he knows my background. Schaefer knows my background. I, I'm pretty sure BC showed up because we didn't know yet. We had, I think we got a table for four. It was just three of us. BC shows up and he's like, "Yeah, simple staying in the hotel, eat McDonald's." <laughs> There's a McDonald's he likes that was that was close by within walking distance or something. Yeah, yeah I think it was sense. McDonald's. It could have been. Not, a different he's place, not coming. Yeah. I like the hotel life. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we got to talk some sports. Yeah. Now. Well, Schaefer, Schaefer was at the women's yeah, basketball. Yeah, we started game. the show off today. Nebraska women beat Indiana. Not just beat, they pounded him by 17 points. A big start to the fourth quarter helped that out. Uh, you were in attendance, Schaefer, last night for the uh, win over number five Indiana for the Huskers. Their, their second win over a top ten team this year in the Big Ten in Lincoln. Tell us about your experience and what your thoughts on, on on what you saw. Yeah, I mean it was a physical game. Indiana plays really tight defense. They okay. get up in your face. Um, they, I mean, they try to make you earn every possession. And early on, Nebraska wasn't shooting a lot of threes, and they're you know, with, with Ashley Scoggin and, and Jazz Shelley, like they're, they're a pretty dangerous three-point shooting team at times. But they were able to penetrate, get uh, get the ball into the paint, get the ball to Alexis Markowski and, and to uh, Bella Cravens. And they, they were doing a nice job with that. Uh, but it was just a physical, tough game. So they're early in the game, were very much winning it with their defense because they were slowing down Indiana. I think Indiana missed their first 15 three-pointers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never shot better than about 40% um, for mm-hmm. most of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Nebraska played really tough. It was the first time I've watched them play since Amy Williams has been here. Oh, wow. Okay. First of all, Amy Williams herself is entertaining on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Like, she is just animated, demonstrative. There was a travel that went uncalled, and she looked like Dante Culpepper after he used to throw touchdowns in the Metrodome in, like, the early 2000s. Yeah, Jake knows it. Uh, and so <laughs> she she, she was a lot of fun. Like, that team is a ton of fun. There was a moment there where Indiana, like, in desperation, was basically just trying to get fouls called on people. And this girl's, like, all the way up in Jazz Shelley's face. And she's, like, trying to go for a steal. Well, then she can't get the steal, so she just flops. She, like, throws herself on the floor. There's no call. And, like, Jazz looks down at her, steps over her, cans a three-pointer. Like, it was – the building just exploded. Man. It was awesome. Okay, so here we go now. We're going to probably, Jake, 
This is a 72-55 victory over fifth-ranked Indiana for Nebraska at home. Nebraska improves to 19-6 and and 8-6. and They're looking more like a six-seed all the time. Maybe could improve that even. A six-seed in the NCAA tournament, by the way. Um, we'll probably be talking about this more, Jake. So this is kind of the kickoff. Uh, Schaefer going to the game last night. Yes. And the crowd was... The crowd was pretty good. I mean, it was certainly into it. Like it was Six active. o'clock tip. Um, I don't even know how to estimate. I talking to so I I met up with Happer afterwards, the voice of the uh, of PBA sure. for for women's basketball, and he said that's about the standard crowd that they've had. So it wasn't any bigger, any lighter. I would expect on the two Sunday home games they have coming up, uh, those to be much bigger crowds. Um, two o'clock on Sunday against Minnesota. Right, they have two more home games. If you are in the area and you haven't seen them play and you have the opportunity, just go. Like, well, people the, the are tickets gonna... are available. Uh, they're fun to watch. Like, you know, we we talk a lot about the men's basketball team and all of their struggles and how it's not an enjoyable experience, and this is completely the reverse. Uh, all the way down to, like I said, just watching Amy Williams is is entertaining in itself. And so, uh, and they could win a, a variety of different plays. And here's the thing, like, the same reason that everybody got captivated last year with Nebraska's baseball team because they were young and brash and it felt like they were going places – this team does not – like, they're a bunch of juniors, sophomores, and two of their best players, uh, Widener and Markowski, yeah, Allison are, Widener. are freshmen. Right. Allison That's Widener huge. was fantastic in the first quarter. I mean, she was just driving right by Indiana, going to the hole, uh, and – I mean, they just. She, she had eight points in the first half. Yeah, she. I mean, she was really good. She kind of carried it because Jess Shelley and Sam Hybe, I think, combined only had ten points in the first half. Allison Widener Schaefer is from Humphrey St. Francis, right? Yeah, it, right in your neck of the woods. Right, my, my neck of the woods. My dad tells anyone that listens that we're somehow related uh, because he, the the Schaefer side of things, has deep ties into the Humphrey. Is that area. right? Uh, so but, you and Allison Widener related. Allegedly. That's why you're at the game. I, like, my dad's also you're watching the type your relative. of fa- family. He's a type of person here. that's like, oh, well, that's my sixth cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't put, you know, yeah, we, go way, back. we go way back. But, uh, no, it was it was a ton of fun. I, I highly recommend people to get out there and watch him play. And, you know, Jess Shelley's really good. Uh, Alexis Markowski is going to be really, really good in this conference. And like I said, they're young. Like, this group is going to be back. She had 15 rebounds last night. Yeah. Markowski did. Well, and she could have probably had 20-some, but she got into the kind of the game of trying to tap everything. Yeah. Um, And so it was was a a great performance, good win. They got to follow it up. They have a lighter schedule kind of coming up here. But if they're able to, to win out, so I think they have four games left. Uh, I know... Minnesota, Northwestern, Wisconsin, and Penn State in some order. Those teams, none of those are tournament teams. Mm-hmm. They'll give themselves an opportunity to be fifth or sixth in the conference going to the conference tournament. And, you know, potentially you catch the right team, you could be dangerous. Boy, this is nice to talk about. I'm serious. Yeah. This is nice. It's nice to have quality basketball yeah, in the th- state. I, I was. I felt badly after yesterday's show because I was I tried to treat the Nebraska Iowa men's game, the Nebraska's loss, with some humor, and it I I'm trying to deal with it. It's just, I mean, I'm, I'm, how do you deal? How, okay, I'll ask you this question: How do you deal with it? How do you talk about it right now? How do you talk about it in a tone? How do you keep it adult right now? 
Uh, I mean, not overly snarky. I think you just acknowledge the fact that they're not particularly good. There's not a whole lot of reason to expect them to be good. And then uh, and they you... have to play out the schedule. Like, that's right. the thing. Like you when you get in a season like this, you have to play the string out. It's like football to a degree. You fire those coaches after that Ohio State game. There's still two games left. There's two. You yeah. still have to play those games. Yeah, yeah. We still watched. We still paid attention. Nebraska still gave themselves opportunities to win those games. Nebraska basketball will be in another game here this season probably where they have an opportunity one. to yeah. win. They'll probably win one. Jim. And we're going to pay attention to it because it's just what we do. But mm-hmm. I, we don't have to do the, the big picture stuff in my mind. Because I don't know that there's much we're going to learn over the next five, six games, whatever it is, that's going to tell us the fate of Fred Hoiberg. That decision's going to come from Trev Alberts and and how much money Nebraska wants to eat, really. Like it, and and you know that might sound that's short it. or cynical. No, or you whatever, got it. You got it. You summed it up. That's the reality yep. of it. And to me, the sad part is, it's not even like you can look at this and watch guys and be like, okay, well he's potentially something that they're going to have next year because for three years you've just seen wholesale roster changes mm-hmm. and it feels like you're headed to a four okay all right that's good you that was yeah there's there's going to there's going to be a decision i'm it's possible the decision's been made right now um but there, there'll be an announcement of some decision probably when they're at the big 10 tournament right it could happen before then i suppose yeah it just depends on how or what they choose to do, what Fred's involvement is in, in it. You watch what, the game. What Fred wants to do. Uh-huh. I mean, there's times, I, I, you know, I don't want to speak on his behalf, and he very much wants this to be successful, so I don't think he's just going to walk away. But it's just, this has to be drained. Like, for fans, mm. it's frustrating and not enjoyable, and you want to check out. For the guy who's allegedly the architect, or, you know, is supposed to be the architect of all of it, this has to be an incredibly draining joyless last few months for Fred Oybert. For all of us, it's been joyless, really. I mean, come on. Who's having fun right now in the men's basketball program? Jeez, that's hard. Right? It's hard to hear that. It's, I mean, they might beat Maryland Friday, but what's that going to mean? They're going to be 2-13 at that point with mm-hmm. six losses by 20-plus points this year? Yeah, uh, it means well, nothing. And just I, my, I just keep coming back to this point. There's nothing that makes me feel good for next year. So regardless of what wins they were to pick up along the way, you know, I'm happy for them in the moment, but it doesn't change sort of my outlook for next year, which is pretty damning, to be honest. Yep. Okay. But we right. have the women's basketball team yes. that's pulling a us huge win. Yeah, a season. huge win. I mean, they were one and six against quadrant one teams going into that game. Nebraska quadrant one, Jake, in the NET. That's I mean, I'm not saying they needed a win against another quadrant one one team help, though. but that looks really good yeah. i mean now now they're two and six against quadrant one they're obviously i don't know well they're are they undefeated against the rest of the quadrants is that the way that would work uh, yeah. well yeah, they only have six they're 19 and six, right. so yes. i didn't yeah. realize michigan state's quadrant one that's one of their michigan's no, michigan quadrant michigan one. Michigan's quadrant one michigan state i don't think would be quadrant yeah. well they one. Lost, their first loss was to michigan state i thought oh in december so okay. maybe oh, they're yeah. one and five yeah. well michigan state's i just keep talking. I got the I got the net. They, they have right two here. losses to Iowa. They lost to Maryland. They have one other loss in there. I mean, so some of the top teams here, in their their conference. Here are the net rankings of the Big Ten of Big Ten women going into this week of the Big Ten women's basketball teams. Fourteen is Indiana. Okay, 
15 is Michigan. 16 is Maryland. 20 is Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Now, that'll go up. They're 15th Tw- now. They jumped to 15th. Tw- okay. As of last week. 20- 20- 20- this is going into this week. 21, gotcha. Iowa. 28, Ohio State. 59, Michigan State, Shafe. 59. Yeah, maybe I had that wrong. Maybe it was Michigan yeah. was their first loss, but I thought it was Michigan State. Yeah. So Nebraska's... They, their first loss of the season was to Michigan State, but I, I don't know if that yeah. might be a quadrant one loss. Well, they're, they're Michigan State's 59 now. Okay. Let's get out of this conversation. Yes. We're <laughs> they won last, they won last night. That's all that matters. Right. Top, second top 10 win of the season. And they season. played Iowa tough both times. Um, they just haven't been able to finish out those games. They had Iowa on the ropes at home. Indiana, they were beating at Indiana and then weren't able to finish that one out. And so there was some optimism going into last night that they match up really well with this Hoosiers team. And obviously they, they ran them off the court by the end of it. That's amazing. They ran the number five team in the country off the court. Now, again, two home games left, both Sundays, one against Minnesota, one Northwestern. Um, I think, I think Schaefer's right. I think you'll get big crowds for those games. Minnesota's tough. I mean, that was a tough one for them on the road in December, that was kind of one of their big wins to keep that undefeated streak alive uh, at one point in time. And so um, that's going to be a tough game at home, I think, for them. But they, I I expect some pretty good crowds. I'm going to try to get back to probably the Northwestern um, of those games. But if you're looking for something to do, they're, they're just a fun team. Like, even if you can't go and you can watch it on BTN or BTN Plus, recommend it. The, I mean, it's, they're enjoyable. They ESPN going into last night projected the Nebraska women into the NCAA tournament as a seven seed. By the way, Schaefer, the the Creighton women are projected as a ten seed. Yeah, Nebraska beat them earlier this year. And one of the things we should always talk to Mike about are, is Creighton men's basketball. He's a big fan, a huge fan, um, just like just like me. We're both massive yeah, Creighton basketball the, fans. The Blue Jays, Mike, are projected as a eleven seed by ESPN, and that would put them in the first four. I don't. See wanna... them as an NCAA team. <laughs> they, I mean, they're a N- weird Nembhard team. Like, they'll the go freshman get... wall a little bit. Did he? Their stud, the guy that was killing Nebraska, yeah, Nembhard, has hit a little bit of a freshman wall from yeah. what I've heard from Intel from fans who watched this that team. Talk I don't watch. Watch. secretly watch No, actually, it wasn't happening. Talk, talk to somebody else. Yeah, you got to secretly watch them. He has a separate computer with I all do his not notes watch on it. Creighton. No, I have a watch. I have it's a... just set to self-destruct if the right password isn't entered the first time. That's like Marty Burt's. Yeah, that's there. right. Yeah, I am Marty I, uh, I learned a fact last night about, so Creighton was playing Georgetown. Okay. And there was a discussion over what a Hoya was. And I always oh, thought I it was it a dog. It's a bulldog, right? No. Ahoya is a Latin term uh, that was used. So they used to be the stone. It was the Georgetown Stonewalls way back, way back in the day. Okay. And so being the nerds that they are, their fan base had a chant that was uh, Latin that had the word Hoya in it. And the, the chant basically translated to what rocks. And this is all before World War One. And so then Hoya became such a popular term referred to with georgetown they just adopted it as their new name they became the georgetown hoyas the dog came along after they adopted a dog that was involved in world war one whose role was to seek out mustard gas he found a german spy like he's a decorated world war one dog (laughs) veteran was their first mascot and then from that it turned into a bulldog that's I learned all of this last night and was just like fascinated by all that of it. That is pretty fascinating. So, 
There's your. Wonder why they were called the Stone Walls. I don't know. Well, the, the, I have a theory on that. I've seen the Georgetown campus, and there's a lot of stone walls. Okay. <laughs> That might be why. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea of any of this. But then I'm sort of fascinated why we haven't gotten any, like, Disney movies about dogs that served in World War One. <laughs> it's coming. Schaefer. I would watch it's that. The, well, why don't you create it and yeah. not worry about coming way. in I'm at 7 a.m.? criticizing other yeah. people than doing my own work. So <laughs> I think everyone knows I that. I think that story could still be created on a movie. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. That is we'll, your we'll, idea. We'll work in some 1912 highlights of Stonewall basketball. <laughs> Very interesting. You never know where we're going to go on this show. Before we get to break, uh, this hour is sponsored by Trek CBD with the location 84th and Andermatt in Lincoln. Uh, Schaefer, tell us about Trek CBD. 84th and Andermatt. Highway 2. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great store. Great people down there. Very knowledgeable. I've talked about it before. I've started to uh, I've started to try to get back into the old workout game, and turns out when you're 34, <laughs> your body doesn't recover as quickly and things randomly are tight. I've talked about this. They have a freezer gel that you just roll on. You apply yeah. to, to areas that are sore. It feels great. Like it, it kicks in within seconds. It, it cools that area down. It's like using a, for me, a better version of like an icy hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, you know, I, I found that to be a, a really successful product. And so they have more things like that. So if you're, if you're like me, you're, you're trying to, to jump back into uh, working out and trying to be slightly more healthy. Mm-hmm. I have no no envisions of wholesale changes over here, but just you know, slight improvements to self. Yeah. Uh, they can they can help your recovery along the way down there at Trek CBD, and of course all the other products that they have. So take advantage of their knowledge. Fantastic people could recommend Trek it. CBD. Eighty fourth and Intermet, eighty fourth and Highway Two. Great stuff on the Nebraska women's basketball yes. team. Yes. If you have any questions for Mike Schaefer, please call or text 402-464-5685. We'll talk Super Bowl and more next with Mike Schaefer at Early Break in the Ticket. Save big on select Whirlpool and Maytag appliances at Lowe's. Right now, get deals on top items like the Whirlpool Stainless Steel Kitchen Suite and Maytag Pet Pro Laundry Pair that removes five times more pet hair. Plus, get free delivery when you spend $396 or more. Shop appliances for less in-store or online at Lowe's. Comparing normal cycle with Pet Pro Filter, an option to cycle using traditional agitator without Pet Pro Filter, an option. Results will vary based on fabric and type of pet hair. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. Offer ends 3-8. In our future of cloud survey, Deloitte discovered two approaches to innovation. Those who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible. And those who use cloud to engineer their possible. Generating new revenue, advancing processes, and sparking cultures of innovation. Learn more about what separates these cloud innovators. Download Closing the Cloud Strategy, Technology, and Innovation Gap at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud survey. 